The Gun Experiment proudly presents Chopping It Up. And here are your hosts, Mike and Big Keith. All right. And another one. Back at it. Today was rushed. I mean, I got to be honest. I didn't. I felt like I was not going to be on time. And then I got home and I felt like I had all the time in the world. And you were good. <laughs> um, yeah, I was honestly like a lot of times I'm like trying to get the outline together. I'm trying to get I was like easy street. Yeah. Matter of fact, my mother-in-law is here and she um, took a picture of me sleeping on the couch like an hour oh, before. Yeah. And she's like, this is how he, this is how he prepares for his podcast. And I was like, <laughs> when you're when you're well prepared, I'm like, you can sleep. You can sleep, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. So let's get this thing going. I want to remind everyone that we release new content every Tuesday morning. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I want to talk about our friends over there at Target Sports USA. Their everyday ammo prices are already an outstanding deal. But if you want to save money, check out their Ammo Plus membership, which gets you 8% off, free shipping on ammo, order priority, and in-stock product alerts. And of course, if you plan on attending this year's NRA convention, April 14th through 16th, stop by booth 4203. And say hello to the fantastic Target Sports staff. Tell them the gun experiment sent you, and they're going to hook you up with some cool swag. Be sure to visit them at targetsportsusa.com. And if you're looking to support our show, uh, you could head on over to Instagram or Facebook, and you can follow us there. Make sure that you uh, reach out to us with any uh, questions you might have. Direct message me. I try to get back to people as soon as I can. And, uh, of course, Discord is our uh, our own personal uh social media even keith is on it only place you'll get big keith that's it so if you want to really <laughs> really be social and hang out and get us uh without the the big tech machine limiting us that's where you can find us although i have been to, have you been asked with discord lately to agree to their new terms and conditions probably i'm gonna ignore it for as long as i can okay <laughs> what are the new conditions did you read I, I didn't read them i don't oh, i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna not oh, gotcha. i'm gonna cancel it for as long as i can gotcha. until, until they make me Either say you can't have Discord anymore or you got to agree. Gotcha. I'm figuring that's going to come. I I mean, I don't know. I just probably clicked it and was like, sure, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. you also sent me an article tonight that I had to give my email address to read, and I was like, <laughs> forget that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get on tonight, I want to talk about our friends over at Onsite Firearms Training. As everyone knows, we train with them personally, and I can assure you that you're going to find top-notch instruction from OFT, but there's more. They're bringing in the best instructors from around the country. They're going to bring in Bob Keller of Gamut Resolutions May 20th and 21st for a two-day introduction to tactical carbine pistol class. Head on over to OFTLLC.us to sign up for their class, for this class, excuse me, and many, many more. Uh, there's tons of stuff in that catalog, everything from shotgun to lever action to pistol. Yep. Uh, there's medical classes. I mean, you cannot go wrong. I you, think, and we're going to have them back in studio again soon, right? At yeah. least Ben. Yep, definitely. Okay. Yeah, so cool. Ben's like, I feel like he'll be on a lot. Yeah, he can come hang he out whenever he wants. Anytime he wants, yeah. right? So so speaking of uh, guests returning, tonight's guest host is no stranger to the show, and this time he is in studio for his first time and ready to chop it up with us. I'm pleased to welcome Peter Tillum from Tillum & Associates back to the Gun Experiment. Peter, how you doing? I'm doing great. Great to be back. Thank you for being back. This is, I think, your third or fourth? Third, third yeah. time, right? Third, yeah. third yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, so it's always nice to have you. Um, so I'm very excited because when we talked, I asked you, is there anything that you're kind of into other than guns and uh, law? <laughs> and <laughs> you you texted back in all caps, bourbon. 
<laughs> or what, was it bourbon or whiskey? It was bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. So I well, said, what is it? Is it is bourbon is a whiskey? Whiskey's not a bourbon? Correct. Correct. Bourbon yes. is a subset of whiskey. Yeah. Because okay. scotch is a whiskey technically, yeah. right? So I said, well, then let's do it. So we're going to do our very first ever on air whiskey tasting. And so we're starting off throughout the show. We're going to do different different ones. Yeah. And I, what are we starting with here? We what could is, just start off with a cheers. Yeah. Thanks for coming here. Oh, Peter. you're welcome. <laughs> cheers. You know, we have to set the scene, I think, because I don't know if people understand that we're all sitting around in the studio and we all have our first sampling of Rebel Yell Bourbon. And you said you were at the their distillery. I was at their distillery. Uh, I made a big mistake. <laughs> I told my wife I wanted to go to the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky. And she said, okay, I'll try the Bourbon Trail. She hated bourbon, but she was willing to try it. And uh, unfortunately, now she likes bourbon, and she drinks my good bourbon. So, did, did you have to do any wine tours to get a bourbon tour? One time, when we first got married, she made me go tea tasting, mm, but mm. I got her back because <laughs> then we went sporting clothes. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, good for you. Good that's for a, you. That's a good back. Well, Keith, we've done wine tasting before. Are you, you're not really a big wine guy, right? I drink wine. I don't. You know, I really don't drink as much as I you know, have in the past, I guess I should say, but you drink uh, more in this studio than anywhere else. <laughs> That's probably a true statement. <laughs> now I need to interject because I just tasted the rebel. Yell. Mm, yeah. It's very smooth. Yeah, yeah it is. Pretty yeah, good. It's very good. It is. Uh, I should also note that Peter's the only man in the room and drinking his not on the rocks neat. And, uh, you know, Mike and I are boys yeah. drinking it. I can't imagine polluting it with water. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it, after you're done, you drink the water too. So it all goes down. That's <laughs> true. And you're hydrating and drinking at the same that, time. That's so right. it's very me, efficient. Makes yeah. me feel a little better. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very health conscious. That's, that's it. You know? <laughs> so listen, uh, as of this recording, so this is Thursday, the 30th, this will air on Tuesday. But as of today, uh, Florida has put a constitutional carry bill on DeSantis' desk, so we could have our 26th state. We could be breaking the halfway mark. That is amazing, especially given the current date and uh, other events that's going on yeah. at this time. Uh, I thought everything was going to, anything pro-Second Amendment was going to take a back seat for a little bit, but uh, good yeah. for them for, uh, you know, staying the course and... Uh, Doing yeah. what they think is right. And I think I heard there's another state, right? Is it Nebraska? I'm not sure. I think it's there's another, we can maybe look it up. I think there's another one that's <laughs> looking to, they, you know, they could be 27. So mm. listen, New York, uh, probably never going to happen here, but you know. Well, unless the Supreme Court tells them they have to. That's true. That's true. At this point, everything seems like it's going to come down to that. So speaking of that. Uh, Nebraska did pass. Oh, it did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I should. That's from NRA, I, ILA. Okay. Brief, quick little look. So okay. I, I didn't we'll have to look in deeper. It. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the law and the Supreme Court, Peter, you have some news for us. Well, I mean, there's a lot of news. There's a lot. To start, but, right? but tell us about your news. So we actually just filed a major class action lawsuit against the city of New York on the two way front. Uh, there's essentially two Thank major you. claims. Well. You know, it's amazing how many people contacted me from all over the country about this. And it's amazing. Uh, there are two major claims. First of all, the Supreme Court, as we know in Bruin, said that they didn't have a problem with shall issue type licenses. And so issue number one is the delays, which the Supreme Court said could be could be abused, uh, are just off the charts in New York. Mm -hmm. I have a client who is a former prosecutor with me 
in the Manhattan DA's office, a former assistant attorney general. He moved to New Jersey a year and a half ago, uh, moved from New Jersey a year and a half ago. I don't recommend anyone move to New York, but this guy did it, although he was in New Jersey, so maybe- I guess that's like yeah, the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> and um, it ended up that for a year and a half, he could not get a premise license. Now, New York law says specifically that they have to make a decision within six months or at least explain why they can't. New York City just routinely- Doesn't just, say anything. They don't say a word. You don't hear from them for a year and a half. Nothing goes on. Listen, so, their their calendars are a little different. Than I ours. guess so. It's three days for every one yeah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we filed a federal lawsuit. Uh, we a we are asking the federal judge to certify a class of all people with clean records that are waiting more than six months for their gun licenses, and we believe that's going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of people that are waiting for their licenses. Now, this is just New York City residents. This is just New York City residents, <clears throat> and and there's another aspect to it, which I think will have nationwide uh, ramifications. Uh, we are arguing that New York not accepting the license from any other state or any other county is a violation of both the Second Amendment and the full faith and credit clause of the U.S. Constitution, which essentially says that the various states have to give full faith and credit to the judgments and decisions of other states. And so if you have a license from another state, then uh, they're supposed to accept your license. They but accept it for driving. They license. do it for driver's yeah. licenses, but driving is a privilege. Okay, that's true. Gun ownership, gun possession, we now know- it Is a right. Is a, is a constitutional right, a basic constitutional right. So if they do it for gun for driver's licenses, what valid argument can they make that you're not entitled to the same reciprocity for gun licenses. Now, I, I guess you just don't need driver's licenses then. <laughs> well, but the fact is that if you go to New York City, they'll accept the driver's license from any other state, right. probably any other country. If you yeah. went there yeah, and definitely. you were driving with, an, with a driver's license from Mexico, you, they're going to let you drive. The problem is that they won't accept it. They won't accept a gun license from Westchester County. <laughs> so in our complaint, we asked the judge if... You could imagine a system where before you wanted to travel across the country, you needed to research and apply and wait a year and a half in every state and potentially every city that you're going to drive through on your cross-country trip. How could that not be a violation of people's Second Amendment rights? So, uh, I mean, first off, as Keith said, thank you. <laughs> uh, but on top of that, I find this reciprocity part very, very interesting. And... I'm just curious because how do they, I'm assuming that you, I could be wrong. I'm assuming that it would work where if they were to accept, let's say uh, a Florida permit, right? Someone from Florida drives up, they have a Florida permit, they're coming through New York and that it should be recognized that you would have to abide by the, the state laws in that state though. I, I feel like that was a judge would feel that's reasonable, right? Well, that's correct with certain things. So for example, if you have, let's say, excessive tints on your windows in New York State, but the car is registered in Florida, they're going to follow the laws of Florida with regard to what the tint levels are. So yes and no. But of course, you have to use turn signals where New York tells you to use turn signals. But in terms of the type of vehicle that you're operating, they don't expect you to get the car, the configuration of the car changed. Right. That could be very significant for gun owners. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what that could open up. 
right? Like if you have a if you have a well, you could you have open, a permit in Florida and you have a SBR because it's legal. Would that now be you know, or you have a threaded barrel on your pistol, right? Right, or you know, some other feature that New York finds objectionable. Man, Tish is not going to be happy with you if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, we did send her a little letter just informing her that we were had filed a federal lawsuit. That was and nice of you. This is under federal law, under the federal rules of procedure, that we were challenging the constitutionality of certain New York laws. So she may want to be on notice. That what we're do you doing think that. her reaction is when she reads that? <laughs> she, must, she must be getting bombarded. Right? Yeah. She probably doesn't read them, right? Like I, I think she doesn't read them. Number one, and I think number two is, oh, this again? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know how many lawsuits are currently pending? Yeah. I had to drive up to Buffalo uh, to go to court up in Buffalo last week, and uh, my activity was listening to the arguments in the Second Circuit on all these cases that uh, the Second Circuit stayed, stayed the injunction of, I should say. And the reality of it is that um, there's a lot of lawsuits going on. Where Where is the best place to, uh, is there a, a good place to public record, get those public arguments to listen to? Yeah, so it turned out I went to the court website that's and they were what, yeah. kind of all mad. Court up. court listener? Is, is that well normal? no, that's the court listener is where they have the the documents. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know well, if they have the fine. arguments there, but I went to the Second Circuit website, but they were all kind of mashed up and out of order and so we actually oh, found surprising. them all in <laughs> chronological order in YouTube. Yeah, I'm ready for the next tasting. Yeah, right, so absolutely. tasting number two, uh same glasses, you're okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. Sorry, we're breaking for a real grass because Mike had us drinking out of uh, plastic cups. Um, so anyway, so you can get it on... How many podcasts can you do this? On-air bourbon tasting. I love it. I, I don't think there's many. <laughs> I, uh, well, we drink a fair amount of bourbon in this in this. Notice video. I said the first tasting. That, that's true. <laughs> well, now we're on... What is this one? The second one? Can I see which one this is? It is. So this is Dennings Point from Beacon, New York, right across the bridge. And okay. I'm actually going to throw out my obligatory here. It is a uh, distillery right across the street from my jujitsu gym. Ah. Yeah, so. so you get a little sweat on and then uh, then go get a bourbon? <laughs> I've actually never been there. but <laughs> Well, we may have to go after this. Yeah, we could do that. Sure. So uh, the recordings were all kind of mashed up, but you were able to... We were able to find them on YouTube, and they were all in the right order. And okay. uh, That's good driving driving music. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, six hours of... Uh, Did that it. help you stay awake, Peter? Uh, <laughs> well, for me, you know, I'm a law geek, so this worked out really well. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So out of those, were there any that made you feel that, you know, there was a little bit of hope? Because I think... Uh, Mike and I both sort of feel that the Second Circuit is not looking too promising right now in terms of uh, in terms of the uh, NYSERPA and uh, yeah. So let's let's get into that a little bit. So if we're talking about the Second Circuit, the five cases they heard was um, I always screw this name up. Anton Antonik, Antoniuk, Antoniuk versus Negrelli, Hardaway versus Negrelli, Spencer versus Negrelli. Christian versus Negrelli and Gazzola v. Hochul. So uh, you listen to all these briefings, I'm assuming? I listen to all the arguments. Uh, my understanding was it doesn't sound too promising at this point. Uh, see, that was the general comment from people. That was the popular comment. I'm not sure you can really tell from oral arguments exactly where a judge stands. Sometimes... If he's if they're a good judge, you shouldn't be able to correct, correct. <laughs> and so, look, the second circus 
second circus. I, you know, <laughs> Freudian, slip. Freudian slip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the second circuit is sort of on notice that the Supreme Court is watching here, right? So this already went up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court essentially said, "Let me, we're going to give the Second Circuit a chance to do this right. So they're sort of on notice that they're being looked at. I would think that they would try very hard to get it right. I didn't love the quality of the lawyering on, on the 2A side. It's not the first time I heard that. And uh, I, I just was not that impressed. You know, when you listen to the Bruin argument, that was, it was Good. music. Yeah. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was like Beethoven. Yeah. This was they, not, they really were talking so well with each correct, other during that. Correct, yeah. uh, This was not great lawyering. And I think one of the things is the anti-gun crowd has done a very great, very good job of changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. So if you talk to someone from the anti-gun crowd, the Bruin rulings basically is that you can't have a proper cause requirement. Yeah, and, and it stops there. And it stops there. And that's not, <laughs> that is such a small part of it. Bruh. And so how, that's, how, how, how long was the, uh, the, uh, the uh, argument? Like when it, it was well, the, the decision was over a hundred pages, yeah, right? So, so it, it didn't take a hundred pages to say that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so the, the fact is that when I listen to these arguments and I hear them really arguing up over whether this is something that uh, there's a history and tradition of or not a history and tradition of, we have to step back for a second. Because what Governor Hochul did was said, oh, you're telling me I have to let people carry a gun out in public? I'm going to make it so that they keep, there's no place they can carry it. And so is there a greater infringement on a Second Amendment right? The import of Bruin, in my opinion, is that you have a constitution, constitutional right to carry a gun outside the home for your own self-protection. And if that's the Constitution, if that's what your right is, then how could you tell me that there's 50 places I can carry it? Well, that's what I was going to say. So of these cases, the Christian v. Negrelli is uh, the one that challenged the all-private property, where basically someone has to say, you have my permission to carry, as opposed to we do not allow firearms on premises. That one, to me... I mean, they're all concerning to me, but that one concerns me because they're basically, it's a de facto ban. It's saying you can't carry anywhere, you know, because very few very few businesses are going to get into those murky I don't orders. think insurance companies are going to let them take a stand on that. Yeah, so I, that concerns me. Um, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't know how this is going to play out. Obviously, none of us do, but... I hope it plays out as good as the second tasting of whiskey is. Yeah. It is pretty damn good. It is good. I <laughs> I like the other one better. To my, I like the first one better, but I'll tell you, to my palate, this has a little bit more rye in the mm. mash. Mm. I don't know. I like to it. Be, I don't. Mm. To be I'm cold, not as fancy as you, but this is definitely more harsh. To, yeah. To to be, you like it? A little smoky. You like harsh? Yeah, I, this one I do. <laughs> right. To be called bourbon, it's got to be 51% corn. Uh-huh. And then there can be other things mixed in. And sometimes it'll have different p- flavor profile based upon how much rye and how much malted bar- barley is in. Now I'm sounding like a bourbon geek. I mean, you are, you are, but I mean, listen. Listen, we bring guys like you on the show because we don't know we, shit. And we want the geek. <laughs> yeah, we want it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... So uh, you like the first one? You like this one better? I, I, for right now, I like this one better. I like that little oh, more. See, I like the Rebel Yell better. I'm I with thought you. the Rebel yeah. Yell was very smooth. I'm oh. with you on that. Of course, I would be different. That's okay. <laughs> you you got to be contrarian, right? <laughs> Don't know how so not So how long do you think we're going to have to wait to get some something on this from the Second Circus? Look, there were a lot of arguments. Uh, there's, I think, six cases, five cases. Yeah, I don't five, remember. Five. Uh, five cases. Um, 
I have a problem with the uh, requirement that a, a business, a private person or a private entity needs to declare what they're, yeah. because to me, I view that as a First Amendment issue. Mm-hmm. Don't I have the right to remain silent and not have to declare to the public yeah. what my political yeah. uh, attitude yeah. is towards guns? Yep. And so what they're trying to do is take away the First Amendment right from private citizens and private business owners. Yeah. Same I with the churches, right? Same churches with the and synagogues. Yeah. Same well, thing. there was a lot of argument about why shouldn't a church, and they actually, in the oral argument, they talked about the COVID cases where the Supreme Court ruled that you can't treat churches and synagogues and houses of worship worse than non-religious businesses. Right. Right. The First Amendment mm. gives them some protection. And so why are churches and synagogues being treated worse in this situation where at least with a private business, the business owner gets to decide. Yeah. A church or synagogue That's doesn't even point. get the right to decide according to Yeah, you're Governor told Hochul. you can't have it. You right. can't have it. Right. Yeah, Oof. that's a good point. I never thought of that. So, but there is, there is, brings me to my thought on this topic, which was, you know, our, our question, I guess, to you, Peter, is what parts of it, what parts of the Concealed Carry Improvement Act are going to stay? You know, look, ultimately, yeah, I don't have my crystal ball, so yeah. it's very hard what to if tell. I, if, I, if we had to nail this down. I think the training. Do, do you think, well, before we go there, do you think that the Second Circuit is going to make decisions or do you think this is going to have to go to the Supreme Court? I think, well, there's going to be clearly decisions, yeah. right? And I think well, that yeah. probably- Are they going to make decisions that favor us, I should say. <laughs> if you they know, don't make a decision, they're going to be a problem. <laughs> look, in my view, if the Second Amendment side wins in the Second Circuit, then that's the end of it. I don't think if the Attorney General is smart, she should go up to the Supreme Court because she already knows what yeah, their position what is position and is. she's going to make nationwide loss. bad law yeah. that's going to work against the it, entire- uh, uh, gun control community. Right. That, and it's not going to help her, you know, get a governorship if that's what she's Correct. after. <laughs> Correct. So, uh, I don't, if we win, then I don't see this going to the Supreme Court. No, I agree. But do you think that that's going to happen? Do you think- I think we have a good chance of winning. Really? You know, I, really? I do, because- They're already we, on notice. They're already on notice. Wow. The Supreme Court you're, has, you're going against every other- I, I like it, but you're going against everyone else that I've listened to uh, in legal. Are they lawyers? Legal. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. I'm an optimist. No, I love it. Okay, I'm I'm putting you on notice that I'm an uh, I'm an <laughs> optimist. Right. But the more with the more whiskey well, drinks, the more optimistic he gets. But I also way. believe in our system, and I believe that there yeah. are enough judges out there that are willing to follow the law, and whether they like the law or not, there their are s- bosses in the Supreme Court told them what the law is. Yeah. There are some good judges in the Second Circuit. Correct. There are some good judges. So, what are the things you think will stand, and what are the things you think that'll, that'll fall? Well, he doesn't have a crystal ball. Didn't I, you know, I know. I know. I. I don't think that the training requirement will stand ultimately. Right now, we're just at the injunction Mm -hmm. uh, stage. Mm -hmm. But for me, the way I look at what the Supreme Court said is the test is not whether or not you could find some state or some city that restricted this, but whether the tradition was that the general understanding of the Second Amendment in 1791 was, okay, everyone knows you can't carry a gun outside the home unless you got 17 hours of training. And you you laugh, right? These guys didn't have shoes. But correct. (laughs) So I don't 
I don't understand if that's the test. And that was really the test. That, it's not that can we find one state or one city right. or one park authority that, that said, okay, we won't allow guns in the park. The question is whether the common understanding right. at the time the Second Amendment was passed was, okay, everyone knows the Second Amendment doesn't, ca- doesn't protect the right to carry a cannon down the road. Right. Or everyone knows that you can't... Uh, carry a gun in a church. Carry a gun in a church. Right. If that was not the common understanding at right. the time, then it, the law has to fail. So and, let's just, I'm sorry, Mike, no, Let, let's talk about the common understanding as it, as best as we know it in 1791, I mean, right? It's, it's a little bit, I think that's a little challenging, but I mean, there's certain I don't things know. like, it's pretty like, well documented, like the social media <laughs> aspect. I mean, you have to obviously go off of the equivalent, but like if you were looking to get a pistol permit or get a pistol back then, you didn't have to go and like, you know, check all the news, the newspapers you wrote in and all the, like, that's just not something that you did. Well, and not only that, but the Supreme Court said that nothing in this decision prohibits the type of shall issue carry laws that existed in many states at the time Bruin was written. But you have to understand something. They never envisioned that New York was going to come in and say, okay, because again, New York changed the ruling of Bruin, changed the holding of Bruin. Right. They basically said, oh, we just can't ask, we just can't require proper cause. So we're going to enhance good moral character. <clears throat> Shall issue means that there's no discretion. And what they're saying is no discretion, but we're going to look at your social media. How is that not discretionary? <laughs> what's, what's amazing here is the blatant thumbing of the nose. It's 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 so crazy. And when you and I were uh, texting back and forth, getting ready for the show, I asked you, and of course you said bourbon. We all know that now. And the other thing you said you love is politics. Yeah. And so I'm kind of shifting gears a little bit here, but uh, we just got, as of today, we found out that President Trump's being indicted. And the reason why I'm switching gears here is because I just talked about New York thumbing their nose. I, I, Here's I, New York thumbing their nose again. I, I'm blown away by it. I, I mean, it's like they just do. Cheers to another yeah, bourbon. They, they just do whatever they want. And my my mother-in-law is here and um, she goes, when do we spend taxpayer dollars for a classy felony that nobody cares about? And I was like, that's actually a really good point. I'm well, like, this- well, in a city with a DA's office that has basically said, we're not going to prosecute violent crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right? all they got to right, prosecute. Yeah, right. <laughs> So exactly. So I didn't even think about that. You're right. So this is a guy. This is a guy who doesn't prosecute any. Now, by the way, I got time on his hands. I hate to say it, but this is my former office, Uh, and I could not. I could not have been prouder up until this moment that I was a former prosecutor in the Manhattan DA's office because it was such an elite, well-respected office for so many years. And I think we see today sort of the rapid destruction. Of this office. I mean, it's really turned into... I, I said to Mike, I said, the set of balls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the well, set of balls. <laughs> we were we were trying really hard not to talk about this prior to you getting here, because I said, let, we're going to like lose all of our yeah. you know momentum here. I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Keith? I mean... I, well, I just... I It's really the same thing that you kind of said, that your mother-in-law said. I just can't... It's Out of all the things he has been accused of, this is the smallest thing. <laughs> well, but the bottom line, and I, you know... I truly believe this. I have no proof. I don't know. But I truly believe if he was running for president, they wouldn't be going after him for anything. This is just a no. I mean, and he you know, he gave a he gave a statement and he said, you know, 
Russia, Ukraine, you know, the Mar-a-Lago, you know, raid. I mean, they just keep going and going and going. And it's like, you know, they're just not going to give up. But, but you have to look at it this way, right? This guy, Alvin Bragg, is a small man, right? <laughs> I mean, he's not a small man, by the way, but no, I've seen he's, him. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a little bigger than me. Yeah, he's, he's actually quite a large man. But look at it. This guy is a nobody. He got himself elected to the Manhattan DA by a bunch of limousine liberals. And uh, the fact is... Uh, and and supposedly from what what the press is reporting uh, from Soros money, and now you have uh, this guy is now. I understand that there's press trucks from all over the world lined up in front of one Hogan oh, place. Sure, he's loving it. Uh, this is his this is his fifteen minutes of fame. So what's going to happen? Is he going to is uh, is um, is is Trump going to get handcuffed? <laughs> Well, so it's a good question, right? I mean, you have the Secret Service that are sworn to protect him and and go every place with him. I mean, think, think about the scene, right? Yeah. You have, the if he walks in to one Hogan place, he's going to be walking in accompanied by Art. armed Secret Service agents. I love it. And Wait, that's a sensitive area. They can't go in there. <laughs> that's a good question, right? <laughs> And now, by the way, I heard on the way over here that Governor DeSantis said that if they try to extradite him, he will not honor any warrant from Manhattan. So he's going to go to Florida. He's right. going to have to be he friends with DeSantis. Florida. Right. He's going to have to make friends with DeSantis if he doesn't want it, that warrant. If so, I was just thinking about the other day. If somebody commits a crime and goes to another state and that state's governor says, no, you're not coming to get him, is that can that happen? That's he, the end. That's that, the end. They can't go and get them. They don't have jurisdiction in Florida. But federal could, right? Like if it was a federal if crime. If it was a federal crime, correct. Yeah. But but they then you're have, still you're still with the Secret Service dilemma. You have the Secret Service issue, right? Which yeah. is this, I federal mean, or state, you got never, that issue. That's bonkers. We've never been down this road before. There's a reason we've never been down this road before. Right. He's the he's the first ever, right? Correct. Yeah. First and, and, ever first ever ex president to be indicted. Now, could you imagine though that if after Clinton left office, Bush well, I mean, Bush indicted him for perjury for lying in the deposition. Right. No, no, well, he didn't have sex with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> you love saying it. You've said it at least five times in the studio tonight. Well, yeah, but the first time recorded. So everyone else only heard it for the <laughs> they, first they don't time. Count. <laughs> they don't care. Well, I said to him, I said, you know, this is my big sticking point. I mean, obviously, there's no quote unquote proof, but like, I mean, Nancy Pelosi, I mean, she is just like, you know, her her husband's uh, stock market record I, I, I is guess, amazing. Amazing. I, I amazing. guess the difference is there's there's no proof, right? And apparently there's proof here. You know, I, I, is there? I mean, well, so the the question I guess we're, the question I guess I have on this is I can understand an indictment if it was a more serious situation, right? Like I don't want to say that a former president is you know above the law. That's not what I don't I, I don't I want to make sure I'm on record saying that piece, even though there's plenty of other presidents that have been above the law i think it i think given the situation of the role given the, the responsibility of the role given the decisions that they have to make there are, are maybe some limits to where the law should be for mm -hmm. them yep but like if he murdered somebody sure like i'm not okay that's a totally different you know cold blood there straight are limits. up there are limits there are limits right this is not it yeah. i mean let's we haven't even really talked about it. What is your impression, Peter, of exactly what he's being indicted on? Well, so this is really 
unbelievable because, you know. <laughs> it really they, is. The, the, Peter's like, why are you making me say this? <laughs> no, no, because the media is talking about, you know, that it's an indictment over hush money payments. Yeah. Well, by the way. Paying someone hush money is not a crime. Well, it was that it came out of the corporation, right? Well, so they're trying to say that he falsified business records. Yeah. Right? But my understanding of it, and I haven't walked through this whole thing, but my understanding of it, that's only a misdemeanor. <laughs> but they're trying to say- It's a felony. Somehow, because, and by the way, the statute of limitations for misdemeanors is gone. So they can't prosecute yep. any misdemeanors. So they have to get it to be a felony so they still have the statute of limitations. Someone said to me the other day that this was coming. They were like, I, I looked at him, I said, you will never see him in jail. I, 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 to the, I do not, that is not happening. Well, You're first not, of all, in Manhattan right now, you can literally shoot someone in the street and not <laughs> see jail. But the fact is, that this uh, is unless you did felony. it unless you did it for the right reasons like that guy in the shop that stabbed the guy who was trying to get then you go to jail right <laughs> so but this is an e felony that's the lowest level felony right yeah right you're talking about a maximum of one and a third to four years in prison and most people don't go to jail on e felonies yeah the okay really first. quick uh peter do you want to get us on this bourbon yeah what are we well, i don't here? even know what we're drinking what <laughs> we, <laughs> by the third one we fell off the rails yeah. does it <laughs> Does it matter at this point? <laughs> so, I'll do it for you. Here. So this is the uh, Woodford Reserve. Oh, okay. Uh, which I think you've probably had this before. Yeah, I've right? had Woodford it's a, it's Reserve. A, it's a yeah. pretty pretty common yeah. one. Exactly. Um, thoughts on it compared to one and two? I still like two better. See, I, I, I'm still into one. I'm still into one too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I may have found my new favorite whiskey. Yeah, this Rebel Yell looks good. All right. But, so, I, but I do like this better than number two. I agree with you. All right. Uh, I agree uh, with you. What I find funny about this is... You had mentioned, like, if he wasn't running for president, that would they even be doing this? And I I said, in my mind, I find funny that they're still going after the same thing that they were giving him a hard time about when he was running, when he was president. Like, it's still this Stormy Daniels thing. Like, I know, it's I mean, crazy. The guy can't have sex with a porn star out of, out of marriage? Like, what's the big deal here? I don't know. Like... I mean, well, listen. I don't. I don't. I don't condone adultery. That's not. I guess that's not really what I mean by well, that part. Listen, but. but at the same time, I know what you're saying. But at the same time, it's not exactly something I mean, he that was, we should be like. He was like, "You're fired." You know, and he, Stormy Daniels. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look. I I'll throw a curveball here. To me, this is an absolute threat to our democracy. The fact that a Bush League brand new liberal DA in a liberal city could make national headlines by indicting a former president that's never been done before on some trumped-up theory. It's New York. But if I were Biden, and, and I think this is a threat to democracy, right? The fact that we are now turning into <laughs> a banana even. republic that we punish our political enemies, we use the police against them. He can't even them, get there. Right? If I were Biden, I would step up and, you you know, this man ran if you on were Biden, one we, unified— If you were Biden, we'd all be in better shape. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but I think he should pardon Trump. Uh, I think he should put a stop to this. Because this I don't is, think he even has the wherewithal. I agree with you. You know, to even know what's I going on here. And listen, I, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball here. I'm going to give you less word on this, Keith, okay? Okay. Because I, I, God, I'm sorry. Well, no, I was going to switch topics, curveball. Okay. Because uh, Peter has brought up Biden here, and I don't think the only thing Biden's worried about is this. Yeah. So go ahead. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God, 
Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. Can I, can I tell you what's most disturbing about this? This part coming up is the most disturbing part. Folks, Children. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the White House. Oh, he uh, they, didn't play. They but, right. uh, he, he goes, who, who looks good looking? Look at kids back there. <laughs> but I'll tell you something more disturbing. He comes out and is joking about, about all this stuff, right, telling jokes. And this is just hours after Nashville. Yeah. So I actually yeah. was going to say, I kind of want to bring in, I mean, we've kind of been yucking it up a little bit, but I want to kind of take a bit of a serious note here. Yep. So my wife and I were talking about this and my wife was like, can you believe he's joking about this stuff right before he's about to make this big serious con- and, news and, conference? And ask Congress to put a assault weapons ban yeah. on his desk. <laughs> and I said to my wife, I said, listen, I don't expect him to be on all the time. And what I mean by that is, like, listen, if he's up in his bedroom getting dressed for this uh, this event and he's with Jill and they, you know he make he makes a joke about it, you know I'm going to go down play and get a little grab ass yeah <laughs> listen that's fine but you're you know you're on camera you know that this is about to go into a serious topic it's like there's I don't no, think he knows well that is that is <laughs> that very that's very valid I, I don't I don't think he like you you're were laughing talk, but, you're talking about like uh you know pardoning tr- I don't think he can make the rationale I don't think he I can know. make the connection I, listen I I really I mean I I, I want to keep this Joker. Just let, let it let it just be what it is. I mean, he's 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 a Joker. I, but, I can't even take him serious. Think about the poor parents, right? <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I'm going. I really want to talk about the shooting. It's it's people really lost sad. their children, and this man is standing there like a stand up comic. Imagine, imagine, Trump Trump ice cream. Did, imagine if Trump did that. Oh. oh, well, it'd be a classy felony. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have to tell uh. you that this shooting, they all hit hard. But for some reason, I don't know why. I mean, I have, I have a, my daughter is four going on five. She is in pre-K right now. And I went to go pick her up the other day. And I was like, this, this could have been here. You know, it really, it, I mean, it, it genuinely, like you go into your kid's school and you're like, this, this could have happened in any one of these schools. Yeah. And everyone, you know, obviously on the other side, you got, uh, what's her name? Reese Witherspoon, who by the way, I think is awesome. Uh, but you know, she comes out, she's donating money. And, yeah. and, and I well, did think, you, did you hear Sabrina, the teenage witch? She was, her daughter goes to school like four miles from there. They were on their way to, to do something and they saw the kids, they stopped, they helped the kids across the street yeah. and there was like a big highway. And, and I just, the, 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 what I'm scared of is, I mean, we all know where we stand on this, but what I'm scared of is how much more of a palette does the average American, maybe they're not even like really into politics, but they just hear gun and they just can't stomach anymore. Like how much more of a of an appetite is there well, for these things? And the reality of it is, I was in a place the other day, I told you this, and there was a sign and it had the official New York State seal and it said, uh, no firearms, no shotguns, uh, no rifles allowed on this property. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, so I'm a, a, a legal person CCW, and I decide I'm going to be the good guy and I'm going to leave my gun in the car. And we all know that who, what is that sign stopping? It, it's only stopping me. It's not going to stop the guy who wants to do damage. And I'm looking at this sign and I'm just going, this is absolutely asinine. Right. You can't possibly be that stupid. Right. To think that, okay, the mass shooter is going to see that sign and, go, and go put the gun back in his car yeah. because it's like, Oh, wait a second. I don't Let, want to violate the policies of this location. Let's take out the 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 concept of a sign and and not and a sign not stopping a criminal and put in assault weapon. Right. Right? So wait a minute. That doesn't mean that oh, I can't I, I'm I'm I've 
I don't want to even put myself in these shoes. A person has gone past their breaking point and they're going to do something like this. Okay. They get a semi-automatic hunting rifle. Right. They get a semi-automatic shotgun. They get a this? they get a, a pump action how shotgun. How about this? They get you a know pistol. A pistol, right? Like you more, have, you more could, well, more shootings are done with pistols than assault right. rifles to begin with. Well, but, that's where I'm going with this. I mean, you could could you? All right, listen. All this stuff is legal. Could you get a battle belt? And could you put a holster on two sides and going with two pistols with how many magazines? How much damage could you do in an area? where there's no one to stop you. That's the key, by the way, right? The key is like, yeah, obviously, like if you have to reload, that is a moment of weakness in that shooter's- Yeah, but 14 minutes in this case. But I mean, like- 14 minutes. You're talking, who's gonna stop you? Everyone's running for their lives. No one's gonna stop you. You could reload as many times as you want. So magazine bans, you know, uh, assault weapons, none of that stuff. And I do want to- preface that 14 minute comment I just made the police officer did an outstanding job Amazing. the the, uh, the whole department did an outstanding job and 14 minutes in terms of all things considered probably as good as you're going to get outstanding maybe, maybe you can make it a few minutes earlier I think um, that that's an important thing to say I watched those videos those guys are heroes yeah uh, but, and they were you know, true professionals they but, operated correct. like as good as you could operate but 14 minutes is a lifetime that just defined the problem right there this is why citizens need to carry guns this is why there needs to be armed security in schools because the best police department they did an amazing job we can all agree on that the best police department took 14 minutes to neutralize this guy yeah and you you mentioned you mentioned preschool for your daughter our our our, your son and and both my kids are in in uh in elementary school our district happens to have armed security in every school, which I will gladly pay my tax dollars for. I'll pay more to get another one. Yep. You know, and we, we and, talked and, about this before we got on the air. We Our money drives around in yeah. armored cars yeah. Yeah. with armed guards, and yet we leave our kids, which are far more valuable. And I don't know if you've seen some of the guys that are I've armed on them. those yeah, armored I've cars. <laughs> I feel a little better. That's some other people. <laughs> well, I said to my wife, my wife, my wife is, she's not a gun owner per se, although she's going for her permit, but she's, you know, she supports it and she's pro gun. And she said, um, there was some stuff that, that bothered her, uh, in terms of, you know, they, they the person who did the shooting was part of the LGBT community, uh, mm-hmm. trans, I believe. Right. I think I that was know. yes. It was, it was yeah, a girl. Trans- her, name, her name was no. Her. It was a boy who transitioned. transitioned. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what what, what state stage in the transition. Yeah, not important. But my my you know my wife said you know listen she's I'm not saying I'm not one of these people who thinks that we should now go after trans people saying that they're the they're the problem like that's not that just like I don't think you should say you know young white men who commit shootings they're the problem like you don't blame a whole but. The, the leftist media is is saying like how dare you go after the community it's not the community but like how many times do we see during all these protests about like blaming one bad cop and saying one bad cop <laughs> right. is, you know and like, they blame the whole community and defund the whole, the whole all defund every police every department police in the department. country and that brings me to uh, it's a perfect segue for this what stops these situations because i want to go back to the police situation is two things one your lockdown protocol has to be on point. In this case, this school did a very good job yes. of their lock, lockdown. Yeah, they but all that does is buy you time, mm-hmm. right? That's and, what you need in these situations. And then the second thing is there needs to be a firearm to stop a firearm. And in this case, and I th- believe in, in the manifesto, it said that there was another location yes. or two that they chose not to go to because those were more hardened. And so, I mean, listen, 
you want to end these things, getting rid of assault weapons, getting rid of mag, you know, magazine, but that's not going to do it. What's going to stop it is good protocols in terms of lockdown procedure and having good guys with guns. And that's it. I agree with you. That's the I only thing that's going to stop this. And, and, and the lockdown procedures are really only to buy time right. until the good guy with the yeah. gun can right. get there. But if a guy is already in that building, you're talking, what did you say, 15 minutes? 14 minutes. 14, 14 minutes. This, yeah. If there's someone on property, you're talking, because if you look at this Still video, the shooter was roaming around looking for people. Yeah. If you have someone on property, it's over. Yeah. It's yes over. and no, but look at the, once the cops got there, if you watch those videos- it took him a while to, to find, her. find the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They only found her because she uh, was shooting from upstairs. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I I don't think that you're, it's unfortunate because the other part of this that really gets to me is we have really moved away from and almost villainized traditional norms and values and, and sort of things that we used to hold near and dear in terms of how people conduct themselves. And that's the other thing, as long as, long as, and I blame the media for a lot of this, social mm -hmm. media certainly for a lot of this, as long as we keep allowing people to act a fool and to, you know, to not have any sort of value for life, for, for you know, decency, as long as we allow that to continue to happen, you're going to continue to see people acting crazy like that. You know, I, I see this all the time, I say this all the time and I, I just don't get it. We never had a school shooting in the history of this country up until Columbine. 99, and, right? 99 was that? Right. And so what you have to ask yourself is, what is going on in society that this thought would even enter someone's head? Yeah. Like, you're well, going to go into a school and children? Children are children? supposed to be sacred, Correct. right? Correct. You know? uh, it's, it's really a sickness. It's a societal sickness. But I don't understand where this comes from. How could someone have a thought in their head to go into a school and shoot children? Yeah, I mean, I, I say this all the time, and all right, so I used to work at a, uh, at a prison, but the prison prior, many years before me, was a institution for the mentally insane. And I heard some horrible stories from guys that were around for a long time. And I'm not saying mental institutions back when, they, they were not really the best places, right? But back then we recognized that someone who's not well doesn't really necessarily function well in society and something needs to be done about that. We sort of went away from that philosophy and, and part of it is because of the way those institutions were run. But the theory of if you can't function in society the way we expect you to function in society. You have a place to go. You, there's a place to go. We've gone away from that. Now it's medicate, it's, you know, ignore. There's a lot of other things that are, that's a problem. Well, and even with jails, right? I mean, the fact is that the criminally dangerous, insane, people committing crimes, we've now, we now let them out on the streets in Manhattan. The, <laughs> and you can go out and you can be a raving maniac who's out injuring people all the time. And the bottom line of it is that you get arrested, you get arraigned, you get released. You go out and you hurt someone else. You get arrested, you get arraigned, you get released. It's the most incredible thing that we even now release people who are dangerous, who are committing crimes. I, I often, you know, I'm going to stay on topic, but trying to go off in a vein here a little bit on, a, on another theory about this is, and, and it was something that you said a few moments back, Mike, about that, you know, how dare you blame the trans community, right? How blame you target someone else? What a bunch of hypocrites. 
right? That you can't even remember where you stand on all all the other things that you've said and 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 be able to make the connection that that you're being a hypocrite, that you are just you're picking whatever side suits you at the moment to to, to the point that you made. You know, we we want to we want to defund police. We want to we want to have an assault weapons ban. We want to uh, we want to target an entire group, an entire community to fix this problem, but how dare you target a community, right? And I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but do you understand what I'm saying about No, I do. And 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 in a game of chess there's kings and there's pawns. And and I and I mean this, this is very tongue in cheek, but like someone like Reese Witherspoon She's a pawn in this. They're they're tugging at her heart. I don't I don't even blame her because there's people who be like, yo, don't watch her movies. Don't listen. You're talking about somebody who just they they want to do well. They don't want to see kids get hurt. And you know you get these Hollywood type celebrities, media, some media people that I think they genuinely just have in their hearts. They're like they don't want to see this anymore. And they get they're the pawns. They're just they're just getting played right. Like like puppets. The I don't think Listen. anyone normal really wants to right. see this. No, anymore. no. But what I mean by is I'm that what you're going to say? No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying about it is the gun part of this though. Like c- celebrities and people who want guns taken away from legal gun. They're just playing off of emotion. That's they're being played as pawns. The kings are these politicians who you're not going to convince me that they're. That they're oh I do think that I don't think they want kids getting hurt, but they want guns taken away from legal gun owners. They do not yeah. want people to be self sufficient. They do not want that. Oh, that's, I, that's true. I saw a very funny clip. Uh, I'm sorry, it probably isn't funny. It made me laugh about sort of what you're talking about about the kings, right? And it was I was watching the Netflix documentary on Waco. If anyone hasn't seen that yet, very good. It was pretty good. It was good. But did you remember? Did you see a, a very young looking Chuck Schumer? Saying how the ATF messed up and messed up bad. <laughs> oh, I, and, did, I mean, I have to saw it a long time ago, I did, but I didn't remember yeah, that. So he's out here saying how bad they messed up in Waco. Well, I have to, right? Like, there's certain no, you things. don't have to. That I dis- You are where are your morals? Are they locked or are you a hypocrite? Right? Where are you at? I think Waco was such a disaster, though. I think uh, politically it was on. suicide. You only, you, you only they were certain- going after. They were, in their words, not. I'm not. not I'm not. I'm not taking a side here. Right? They were going after somebody who was taking advantage of children. Somebody who had, you know, um, uh, fully automatic weapons. That's right? all true. But the problem with the. I mean, we're going way off topic, but it's fine. The problem. No, I think it's yeah, on, somewhat the, on topic. The, the problem in that situation wasn't that. I mean, David Koresh is a freaking lunatic, right? That's not the problem. The problem is the way they went about it. Innocent people died because they went in like. What other Gestapo. choice did you have with all those children? Well, I guess, the, you know? the, the one thing know. was that they said that the sheriff, the local sheriff, had actually a good relationship that they could have they could have mm. kind of worked their way in in a little bit more of like a peaceable way. It, it was a botched operation. It was a botched operation. Okay, mm. now I'm going to completely change gears. That's okay. We, we, Before we, we do that, yeah, yeah, what do we got here? Go yeah, ahead. we have the new riff. I've never had it before, but it's interesting. This mm. is bottled in bond, and w- what that means is that uh, that's an old classification dating back to when bourbon wasn't necessarily so reliable and they mixed it with all kinds of things, but it's got to meet certain properties. And one of them is it's got to be a minimum of 100 proof, 50% alcohol. So I think this is remarkably smooth for mm. 50% alcohol. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I want to say that the bottle is very, very cool, mm-hmm. right? It's got this kind of like- You picked uh, it for the bottle, didn't you? 
I picked it for the hundred proof. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I was talking to at the store was actually, you know, he said, you should mix it up. You should have a, a, something with a little more kick yeah. to it. And I was like, okay. Um, it is a little bit harsh, yeah. but you're right. I didn't think about that for how strong it is. Correct. It is remarkably Correct. smooth. Still, still not my favorite though. I agree with you. I think we're going to pour another round of the Rebel Yell. Yeah, the Rebel Yell is good. Keith, what are you, where are you at? This one is, this one is pretty good. Um, it's not quite as, it doesn't have much of that rye as that right, second exactly. one has, which actually, now that I'm not tasting it, I'm kind of enjoying not tasting it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, my for my initial, I was kind of like, it's a little harsh, but, na- but now that you said that, I'm like, but it is very smooth. It for is, how it is very smooth. I, I would, I would consider adding this to my bar cart. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And uh, the Rebel Yell, I would also consider. Yeah, absolutely. Keith, which one did you like so far? Did I you... think this one is my my fa- favorite. The first okay. one was very smooth, and it was a great way to start. Like I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was a good choice. Okay, okay, cool. So Keith, take us to the bank heist. Oh yeah. So uh, I had forwarded. The, I came across this during the week, and it just another. You know, for those that know me by now, know that I I like things that make me laugh when I read them. And uh, this uh, Black Hawk Casino in Colorado, largest in Colorado history, um, basically they cashier in in the vault room uh, decided to put a bunch of stacks of uh, ten thousand dollars, I think it was, in in a in a tote, five hundred thousand dollars in total, um, and uh, she um, just walked out with it. And uh, went to her car and drove to a hospital, I believe, um, and uh, handed it over to some people that she was talking to through text and through a phone call that she thought were casino bosses. Uh, Very, I mean, if this is a true scam, this girl is probably the most gullible person. How she was in a room with more than $500,000. When you sent it to me... First, the first thing I read was the headline. I was and I, and I love like the oceans movies and stuff. You yeah, know, you said like, Oceans Eleven, and I go not yeah. exactly. You're like, read the article, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, in terms of a heist, it was literally either she was in on it or she just was gullible, as you yeah. said. Yeah, and I'm I think she it. buried the money somewhere. I don't think she delivered it at a hospital. I mean, there's gonna be cameras. Uh, but I got really a, I've got another question. How does security allow an employee well, the, to walk out of the cash room? The, I was wondering the same thing. Like with I mean, a duffel talking, bag full of cash twice. Right, was two the gaming times. the gaming? Well, she went back, she for went more. back for more. The gaming commission said this is out totally outside of protocols. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not how we run things here. <laughs> um, wow. So let me look for it here. For something like that to happen, I would have to, I I would have had to defeat a number of different levels of casino controls within the property. Uh, this Ron, former head of Colorado Division of Gaming, who now works as regulatory consultant. So in it, all of his experience, there's no way that this should have ever happened. I'm guessing that that's not happening in Vegas. No, yeah, I don't think so. No, no, no. I didn't even think about that either. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good point. The casino publicly is taking it pretty well. And, uh, you know, they're basically saying as a business, sometimes unfortunate things happen. So is she fired? <laughs> Uh, retraining, retraining, <laughs> retraining for half a million dollars. Uh, that hasn't been disclosed in the article. Um, but she basically told re- investigators she received a call on a casino's phone from a man uh, per- 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 perpetrating to be the head of operations. And there was another man on the call with him who she believed was like the cage manager. Okay. And then they started to exchange some texts, and basically the story was, which I don't even, I mean, this makes crazy sense to me, or doesn't make cra- it doesn't make any sense to me. They're 
they told her there was a problem with UPS with a UPS order and they needed the money or the casino was going to be in some sort of breach of contract. I, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a very elaborate story. And let me tell you, some of the things I see people getting taken advantage of, I'm not surprised that maybe this happened for real. But she delivered the package to a hospital where a man came to her door and took it and uh, said goodbye. Thank you. And, <laughs> you know, uh, she tried to reach back out to the people. And, of course, there was no answer after that. And then at that time, she said, you know, maybe maybe I got taken advantage of. I might want to tell my boss oh about my this. God, it's so crazy. <laughs> and she decided and to... As if they didn't realize that the count came up 500,000 short. I guess they hadn't counted for the night yet. I, 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 first off, I'm blown away that she, A, was that gullible. That, that to me, yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like, someone just called you on the phone and was like, hey, bring $500,000 to... That's crazy. And then the other part is, I agree with you. She just took money out of the cage and just walked out of the parking lot. And there's the eye in the sky is everywhere in a casino. No one saw this. She well, and this is the cash know. room. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, she has been arrested um, on suspicion of theft. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I mean, listen, it's a good story. It might. I mean, good lawyer. Yeah, listen. If there really are text messages, yeah, absolutely. Listen, if there's a camera of her delivered right. into the hospital, the even if she is on it, yeah. she's the victim. Even even if listen, she is on listen, it, listen. Is she a little ditzy? Does she leave her headlights on a lot? <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it's like you know, you you play the part long enough, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, ah, yeah, I misplaced yeah. five hundred thousand dollars. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, uh, it's it's it was a, it was a, it made me smile. It was a good part of my day. It's kooky bananas. Uh, well, let's let's before we get to our our closing thing here. Um, I wanted to talk about gun gear a little bit. Bring it back to guns. So we're always talking about gear. Yeah. Is there anything, Keith? I, I don't know if I gave this to you, and if I didn't give you enough time, Peter. No worries. Is there any gear you're looking to kind of get into? Well, I. I mean, the answer like, to that is yes, but the answer to that is yes. I mean, I, unfortunately, I have an immediate need. I uh, I don't even know if I've really if we've really talked about this much on the show. I think once. But I am, have a two-gun competition coming up at West Point, and um, I am not prepared for a two-gun competition with my battle belt. So uh, I was talking with our buddy Frank, and uh, I need um, I need AR-15 magazine holders for my battle belt. So he, you and I have only done pistols. We've only with done pistol belts. with our battle belts. So he's going to uh, he suggested those the the taco style ones, one of the ones with the elastic clips on the side. So that's the newest gear that I got coming coming up that I'm that I'm pretty anxious to try. You know the uh, ones I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're not going to go with the was it uh, S Tech? That's the one we had the pistol. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go with those. This was you know his suggestion. Okay. Uh, he said he was going to order them and take care of them for me, and there that made it real easy. Sure. <laughs> Someone else is doing the work. He's yeah. like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Um, it's how this show has worked for three years. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting because, uh, first off, anytime the battle belt has been a lot of fun just to build and play with. I'm like worried about, am I going to have enough fucking room? Well, you'll take off the pistol. Oh no. Cause you need pistols. I need, right? pi I need two guns. So I think there's enough room is for your, them. Maybe on my back. What I'm is, your, what is your pistol mag right now? Is it a two? Is it a three? I don't know what you have. There's a three on there. I only really need four. So, uh, you know, I could probably just do it with three if you they want to be on See, a, this is what you probably, I'm not, probably what you should do is you probably need a double pouch for your pistols and you would move them up to the front. Yeah, more cl closer. Closer to the front. Yep, yep, yep. And then you'd put your other two like in your dump pouch. Uh-huh. And then you'd have a, a single, well, you can't have 30. So I don't hours. even think I need, well, I don't even think I need to be worried about that because it's going to be station to station yeah. to station, right? So 
it's going to be, you know, I don't know, 10 shots, 12 shots. You know, it's not going to be the end yeah, of the yeah, world. Yeah. So I just need to have a couple mags of each, I think, yeah. and, and I'll manage. Yeah. So that's okay. the plan. So Battle Built Build, that's that's the... Some addition. And you're getting a new holster. Well, we won't, I won't go into detail on this. Not but, yet, but I am going to use that for, hopefully, if it gets here in time for that competition. Right. So you need a holster for your... Outside the waistband. For your... Um, safari. Nighthawk. Yeah, my Nighthawk, yeah. Okay. So Nighthawk, holster, and uh, AR pouches for the Battle Belt. Yep. That's, cool. That's most recent... You know, I mean, there's a list of other things we could talk about. But. Peter, you got anything? Oh, I'm desperate. So I got a couple of things. So I just got a new slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, bought a beautiful slide. And um, the company called me after I ordered it and said they can't get the uh, Glock uh, in Oh, you're a big Glock guy, right? Uh, I'm not a big Glock guy. I w- was never a Glock guy. I was always a 1911 guy. And then I, I was taking this class and... The time tolerances were really tight, mm-hmm. and I started using my Glock, and uh, I, I started getting into Glocks. So now I got a new. They're reliable. Uh, you know, they're reliable, stuff. and uh, and they shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact is, so I got an, uh, a new slide with an RMR cut. Company was great. Company called me up and said, "Listen, we can't get the internals that you ordered." Uh, so I ordered the internals on my own. I don't know what happened. I don't want to blame anyone but myself. <laughs> But you know how many little parts are in the uh, yes. slide completion kit? So those two little cups that you have to put together to uh, retain the uh, the spring on the striker? Mm-hmm. Well, I only had one of them. So maybe Amazon has this. I go on Amazon, available for next day delivery. I'm thrilled, right? I, crazy. Right. I'm like, <laughs> this is great. I'm probably paying way too much money, but to, next get, it, day, I'll, to yeah. get it next day, I'm getting it, sure. right? So yesterday all day, it said that it, that it shipped and it'll arrive by 10 p.m. I'm checking my mailbox like a mental You're patient. You're out there at 9.59 yes, exactly. with your bowl of ice cream, <laughs> exactly. chocolate chip. <laughs> exactly. I'm like a mental patient checking the mailbox. It doesn't come. Today, it, they tell me it ships again. Now it's going to arrive tomorrow. So, oh, shit. So, you know, you can't believe Jeff Bezos. I was going to say, I think you got to, you know, I, I read an article, uh, totally separate. This isn't even on the thing, but I think you can request a credit now that it's delayed. You can, I think I heard that. Yeah. My, my daughter told me that. And I just completed a slide for my daughter. My daughter, I inherited a Glock from one of my clients. I inherited a couple of guns, a Glock Gen 2. And the slide was beat up. It was missing um, a... Um, you got clients and, you know, willing your guns, yeah, Peter? six... Six guns. Wow. Uh, interesting stuff. And it was missing the sight. What, and, did you, what did you save his ass on? Uh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> Listen, I, I earned these guns. <laughs> so, but the fact is that my daughter uh, loves pink guns. And uh, over the holidays, I found this uh, advertisement for a pink camo slide. Okay. I bought it for her. I just completed the slide for her. So I said, okay, I, can, I know how to complete yep. slides. Yeah. But the fact is that uh, you need all the parts to yes. slide. Right, yeah, of course. That's the, uh, that's the tough part. Okay. So now was the slide that you bought, was it like a little more like gucci a little more Yeah, like- a little bit more gucci It's uh, got some uh, lightning cuts in it to lighten it up. It's okay. uh, obviously got an RMR cut. Okay. Uh, Do you got the, the blind justice on there? No, no blind justice. <laughs> you know, look. Too I, smart for that. I always tell my clients, right? You ever that, she knows about bourbon? He's not falling for that shit. Yeah. I always tell my clients that this is going to be People's Exhibit 1. God forbid an incident. That's mm. going to be sitting yeah. on the prosecutor's table the whole time. Don't put stupid shit what? on there that you don't want 
the jury to be yeah. looking at. So before I go into my gear that I want, uh, so this this rounded out, this ended the tasting for us. This is my go-to. This is Gentleman Jack. Oh, yeah. Um, thoughts? Yeah, smooth. Smooth. Real I, smooth. I always yeah. say, like, you know, you're yeah. Jack Daniels. People are like, they don't want to hear it, but right. I think it's one of the smoothest out right. there. It's smooth. Um, and, it, and, you know, like mass quantity, like being able to get yeah. it anywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so we'll 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 save right before we do our outro. We'll give our final thoughts on our on our bourbon. Uh, so my gear, um, I'm always looking to kind of round out my EDC and what I want to carry and this and that. And <clears throat> what I want to get into is we've had some medical training now. Uh, mm-hmm. Started to do a little. You you bought some actual medical gear, which I'm I did. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, I I have a kit that I keep in my car at this point. I'm working on one that goes on my plate carrier. I'm starting to build out I got to tell you, kits. that's the hardest part is realizing that you really need more than wine. And to, it's expensive. To think, to it's think not that, cheap. Correct. I mean, a good kit, 100 bucks. Easily. Easy. Yeah. So, you know, to think that you can buy one kit and that you're going to yeah. take it with you every day. Yeah. You could spend 500 bucks on medical happen. supplies like that. Drop of the hat. Right. Yep. So anyway, where I'm going with this is a lot of times I'm on the go. I'm going with my kids. I'm dropping my daughter off at dance. And then I go over to the coffee shop and I'm working on- A reason why you have to have multiple ones. Right. And so for me, this show is a big part of this. I'm, I, I have a, This laptop goes with me a lot of the time where I'm going because I need to edit audio. Because I, I don't to, do I, shit. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I'm glad you did, but like you know I'm working on an outline. I'm emailing you to tell you what's going on, like whatever. So like I this is like my lifeline in terms of the the show, and it goes everywhere with me. But I'm thinking if I'm gonna have a backpack, right? I really should get a backpack that really serves a lot of functions. So I started looking into. Um, this is only because Ben was talking about that last was time. Was he? Yeah, we were. T- well, we were talking about no, no. You were range bag, range bag, range bags. No, screw that. I'm not talking about range bags. So what I've been looking at is the Vertex Ready Pack 2.0. There's actually a 3.0. It's a Vertex. Vertex. V E R T X. Uh, it's 120 bucks. 2.0 on Amazon. And what I like about it is it's got like an admin pouch in the front, so you can put like your pens, your pad, your cables, your you know, you're just kind of your admin stuff. And then it's got, you know, it's got your water bottle spot. It's got uh, an area to put a laptop that protects it. It's got a couple of like pouches where you can put like, you know, various different things. But it has one area where it, so the the front of it has a bottom pouch that's a admin pouch, a top pouch that I think would work perfect for uh, a medical pouch. So I think you could rip that bad boy open, have all your medical supplies in the front of your pouch. The creme de la creme here. On the back, it has a spot where it has Velcro, all Velcroed out, but it has a spot where you can get quick access to a pistol and a magazine that you could Velcro in there. So it's a great way to basically like on the go, stick your pistol in there. You got your pistol, you got your med kit, you got your admin stuff, you got your computer and you're basically, you know, ready to go. And I think this is pretty badass. This one? That Yes. That's a nice bag. Yeah, and what's cool is, so the area where it has um, the pistol uh, portion, where you can put a pistol, it's on the back, like where your like your back would be against it. It also has a sleeve in there where you can put soft body armor. Ah. And, and have you ever seen um, when you travel with a suitcase and you have the wheelie suitcase mm-hmm. with the handle that these pouches have a sleeve that you can slide on that yes. handle? You know what I'm talking yes. about? Well, it has that. So first off, when I go to the airport, I'll make sure I get rid of the pistol. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> but I can throw that on my- Wait, you're hurting my income now. <laughs> Uh, you throw that on the suitcase and you're good to go. But someone pointed out, you can actually put that on your arm and you could actually technically use it almost like a shield. 
you have body armor in it, and you could protect yourself. Like Captain America. Exactly. How badass is that? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So but anyway, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not a big fan of off-body carry. I'm, I'm normally, very, I'm normally I'm very not, paranoid about that. But I'm getting more so. Interesting. Have you seen the um, fanny packs that we've been Blue Alpha? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. They you gotta cool. own it though. I actually wore it the other day. I, I was like, uh, it was a, the exact scenario we described on this on the show. I had woken up early, and uh, I was just running out real quick to like grab some eggs, and I didn't want to get out of my sweatpants. Yeah, and uh, I just threw on the fanny pack and. Do the sig in there yeah. and went on my way. Felt I'm great. telling you, if you can own it, you, you, you people do not look at you. That's not even. <laughs> that's really not even off body though. That, yeah. I agree with you. I don't consider that off body. Yeah. Yeah. The the bag, I agree with you. A little paranoid, but like when I so when I'm going to these places, that bag is like I'm a, I'm at a table like this. I got a coffee and it's like in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. I think when you have a gun on you, you get pretty paranoid about losing your gun. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, but anyway, Keith, how about this thing? We got weights and fish. There we go. Oh, God. Weights and fish, baby. They're back. They're back again, and they have pleaded guilty. So hold on a second. If you're not a regular listener to the show, Keith, what is weights? You were under a rock and you, you didn't see you, this. You, in the, what is weights and fish, Keith? So a couple of guys uh, last year uh, got caught, you know, uh, cod handed <laughs> or how it, what was it? What kind of caught? I mean, weights and fish, weights and fish. <laughs> uh, walleye. They were fishing for walleye. That's what they were. So they got, they got caught walleye handed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were, they added, they added weights to fish and uh, they stuffed a few walleye fillets in there to try to hide it. To win a competition, and it was like uh, a lot of money, right? A lot boat? of money. I think was, was it a like, boat? They win a boat? No, that was the, the, so. Uh, coming into the article, they had to surrender. A, they apparently have been serial weights and fish. weights and fish guys, <laughs> and they've won quite a bit of tournaments. You know, cheating, and this is the first time that they've been able to be caught. Well, and they, um, they pleaded guilty to felonies. They right? pleaded this guilty was... to, uh, but but they get a they get a they get um, probate they get. If they stay clean for six months, it gets expunged. Okay, but this is Trump level shit you're talking about. Now. Uh, <laughs> is this is this like a D? Is this a higher felony than? <laughs> I guess it depends how much they tried to steal. What was the value Let, of the prize? Oh, right? a lot. The so uh, twenty eight. It was first prize was twenty eight thousand seven hundred sixty dollars. So this is in Ohio, but in New York, that would be a class D felony. So it's worse than Trump. <laughs> worse than Trump, even. So wait a minute. And, wait, and they wait, get wait, expunged wait, wait, in six months. What you're telling me is. Putting weights in fish is worse than sleeping with a prostitute. And paying her off. No, she wasn't a prostitute. No, she was a porn star. She was a porn star. Yeah. She was a professional. She was a professional. She knew what she was doing. She knew she was an actress. All right. So, no, no, I just don't want to. I Listen, I'm sorry, Stormy. I'm not making fun of you. I think you're very attractive. You're very talented. I've seen your work. Oh gosh! So uh, anyway, I want to find in this article where it talks about they pled guilty to one count of cheating, a felony, and uh, one count of unlawful ownership of wild animals, a misdemeanor. Um, they also forfeited the boat that they had been that had been used in the competition. Um, they'll be sentenced in May, and I think they talked about. <clears throat> Uh, something to the effect of that they're pretty sure that the sense sent that what they're asking for 
is that uh, if they do good for six months or something, what would that uh, um, ACD is that what they call that? Right, that's uh, yeah. what they call it in New yeah. York. Yeah, um, they uh, th- they'll be able to move on from this. I, it's not okay. in this article where I had thought I'd seen it, but uh, anyway. So yeah, weights and fish guys pled guilty, had to give up some uh, some of their money, and well, uh, I'm glad we were able to put a bow on this. We we brought the, we broke the story on the show. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to put a bow on this and 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 come to conclusion. Well, we haven't been to sentencing yet, so we, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Story. That's I true. Just, you know, I mean, what? Just I I don't I don't have this type of personality. Like I, I mean, listen, you know what it is? People do a lot of funny shit for money, how, right? They're winning boats. How they, they get money. caught? So they got caught. They were so these fishing competitions. Right. You you they X-rayed the fish, right? No, no. So you fish all day, and you keep your five biggest fish. You put them in a live well, and if you catch a bigger fish, you put the smaller one back. You keep the, the big one, right? And usually, like bass fishing, a lot of times it's like five fish or something like that, right? So they brought their five biggest fish, and the guy who was weighing was like, "Man, I know walleyes. This is not a too twenty-five big. pound. <laughs> it's way, <laughs> it's way too big. <laughs> way too big." And they cut it open. Right oh, there. Oh, wow. And they were like, we got weights and fish. <laughs> and the place erupted. Oh. Like, they had to get, if you guys see videos of this I game, remember seeing that video. I, I, yeah. I think they, like, if they didn't get out of there, they, they the mob <laughs> yeah. mentality was going to take over, yeah. over walleye cheaters, fish. Cheaters. They're cheaters. So they found weights in there, and they found fillet, uh, walleye fillets. They tried to, like, hide it with, like, you know, real meat. And uh, smart. I mean, the way they little, did it was pretty slick. Listen, weights. I mentioned this when we talked about this. This has been going on for a lifetime. Yeah. Um. You know, well, listen, che- there's che- a way cheating, to cheat. Right? Cheating in fishing competitions is nothing new. <laughs> Putting weights in fish is nothing new in che- <laughs> in fishing competitions. But that, but that clip is great. The clip know. is good. The clip is 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 radio gold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Keith, I will start with you. Um, go. With your bourbons, you can say anything you want. You can tell me your new favorite. You can, whatever you want to say. Uh, I'm picking this new riff. Uh, I like it, and I love the favorite. I love the bottled and bond story from Peter. Okay, I actually like the Rebel Yell. Okay. I thought it was great. That's your favorite. Uh, very smooth. That was my favorite, and uh, I didn't get a chance to plug it yet. But uh, NYTACDefense.com. Oh, uh, yeah. The only prepaid legal service in New York for gun owners. And if you're a Discord member, we do have a discount for you. So head over to Discord. We'll get you a I, I'm a member. Peter, I think you're going to be getting some money from me. I think my auto renewal comes up pretty soon. Probably. <laughs> I, you I, you think I track them? <laughs> yeah, I'm a member too. Um, go a little more on that, actually. So just... No. So, you know, look, obviously, this is a big problem in New York. You have uh, Governor Cuomo threw out the insurance companies that were... Uh, available, USCCA and those kind of companies. And uh, they were very popular in New York. People lost their insurance. New York wants gun owners to be vulnerable. And uh, we came up with a solution, prepaid legal service, prepaid legal program for gun owners. Uh, If you're involved in a self-defense shooting, we will come in if you're a member and represent you. Quarter of a million dollars of criminal defense coverage uh, for really what amounts to $38 a month or $385 for for the year. And uh, I, I just... Don't understand why every gun owner in New York is not a member. Uh, uh, yeah. To be honest, I you know it, it, you have said this yourself, Peter. It's the best you can get. Yeah. The best you can get. I, in, I, I was just going to say. I, I wanted to add to that. <clears throat> when we first had you on the show and we talked about this, 
uh, what moved me the most was you said, I don't want to be in this business. Yeah. Like, it, you're like, carrying you, the burden for us gun owners. Yeah. Right. So if you're out there listening, you know, this is not just a, you know, someone looking to like make a little extra money on their legal, you know, legal service. If there was something out there that would cover you nationwide and all this other stuff, like we wouldn't need this, but it's all we have. So if you're one of our New York listeners, I highly recommend you get it. Keith and I are both you know, paying members and, um, and you, you get know, a discount if you get you, a discount for listening. And, and, and look, up. you know what? Nobody goes to law school and says, Oh, you know what I really want to do when I grow up? I want to become, uh, I want to administer a prepaid legal service. <laughs> but you know, I really felt like governor Cuomo put us in a position where we yeah. had no choice. Yeah. No. And yeah. we were, and we appreciate, I'm honestly, there was no other option and I'm glad that we have that option now. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. So I will round it out with my, uh, bourbon choices. So I will always stand by gentleman Jack. I think it is, uh, it's one of my favorite. I think it's one of the smooth this but uh, i'm with you uh, rebel yell is that'll be the new bottle in the studio however for how strong this uh new riff was it also was very good so maybe yeah. i'll get a bottle of that for you yeah all right. absolutely all right i think that'll do it for this episode i want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and a very special thanks to peter for hanging out with us on chopping it up if anyone out there has any opinions or thoughts on tonight's conversation especially about bourbon feel free to reach out to us on instagram or discord and let your voice be heard go get some chocolate chip ice cream 